We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my friend. I am so honored you are spending a little bit of your day with us here on Empower Radio. I'm giving you an energy hug right now. I hope you can feel it, sense it, let it in, enjoy it. And so now, are you feeling vibrantly alive and in tune with life? Are you flowing along and enjoying this crazy experience of being human? Or are you feeling a little frustrated, maybe overwhelmed, angry, or annoyed? According to my guest today, we suffer when we try to make life conform to us rather than embracing all that life is offering the way it is offering it. So how can we start to relax, accept, trust, and embrace life when it seems there's so much insanity all around us? Well, I for one believe it is possible if we're willing to take personal responsibility and journey to center, the eye of the storm. This is a place where we have access to peace despite outer circumstances. And that's why I do this show. For many years, I lived from a place of pain and chaos and utter confusion. And now I feel life works with me and for me. And I want this for you too. So I speak with wonderful teachers, healers, and uplifters. And today, I have a very wise and wonderful friend here with us to share empowering and enlightening information and give us a helpful tips and tools to help us relax, align, and make better friends with life. He's an expert I've had on my show before, and I'm so very grateful to have him back. We're here with Jim Phillips. Jim graduated from James Madison University with a degree in business administration and management. He's a gifted speaker, author, seminar leader, and certified life spiritual and business coach. For the better part of 30 years, Jim has been an entrepreneur and business leader, inspiring others to higher levels of achievement through his presentations and seminars, both nationally and internationally. Jim's greatest passion is the exploration and application of spiritual law as it applies to prosperity and the quality of life. One of Jim's gifts is his ability to help others understand and apply complex spiritual concepts to their personal lives in a way that is graceful, easy, joyful, and fun. So Jim Phillips, thank you for saying yes to another show with me here on Empower Radio. Hi, Tammy. How are you? It's my pleasure I'm to be fantastic. here. And I'm fantastic. And I'm better because you're here with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. So um, I want to talk about your book, The Key to Life, Living in Full Expression, Ancient Wisdom for Modern World. And this is actually a revised, expanded second edition. So we've had you on before to talk about the key to life, which was really a wonderful conversation. And I'd like to know a little bit about your expanded vision for the key to life now. What's going on with this? Well, a couple of things happened. One, I, I realized why I wrote the first edition. Mm -hmm. And maybe this is going to be helpful to some people because it really is about intention. And I wrote the book because I was, I was being guided to read it. There was a lot of information I was receiving and 
I felt, I'm going to use the word pressure, it wasn't like negative pressure, but I was feeling that I needed to get this out and get it on paper. And I thought it was for the purpose of getting the message out to the world. So I wrote it, and I, I, I wrote it in the way that I wrote it. I self-published it. I did have an editor look at it, and the finished product came out. And it did fairly well. I had wonderful comments about it. I had people tell me that it made a huge difference in their life, but it it, it kind of started slowing down in terms of the amount of traction that I was getting with it. So I started thinking about, well, why is this? Because I know the message is important. I know that I was being guided to deliver that message, and yet it wasn't it wasn't hitting its mark the way that I thought it was going to. And, and I recognized that my intention for writing the book and getting it out the first time was more about me, and it wasn't about the message getting out into the world. And when I say it was about me, what I mean with that is that I needed to get it done so that I could prove to myself I could do it. And I needed to also show to those people who were in my life that were uh, not supporting me or didn't necessarily resonate with what I was saying that what I had to say was something that was important. So I got it all together and got it published, put it out into the world, and it, it did what it did. But then when I had the realization that, that there was more that I needed to put into the message, there was uh, experiences I was to have, and the book was released almost exactly three years ago. It might even have been three years ago yesterday. In this three-year period, I've had a lot of additional experiences. I've had some additional insights that were important. The biggest insight, though, was my intention for writing it this time in the way that I did. And this time the intention is to get the message out to the world. It's not about me. It's not about my proving anything to myself or to anybody else. And that was an ego lesson. And Mm. I got to learn it, and here I am. And yet so many pieces have fallen into place and continue to fall into place Mm -hmm. with this release of the second book, which is only in two weeks, actually two weeks from today. And that's a wonderful story, and I think, you know, I can certainly relate. I would imagine just about anybody can. When I was trying to find my voice as a writer, I was trying to write really beautifully and I was finding myself getting confused and stuck and overwhelmed. And I really had to sit with that. And what I got was that I was trying to write beautifully because I wanted people to think it was beautiful. It was more about me than it was the reader. And what I finally came to was that my deeper intention, just like what you're speaking of, the deeper intention was to be clear was to be of service, was to be helpful to others that are on their path. So I think that's very honest and authentic of you, and I can really relate. What is your, what, what is your deeper intention? And I say we can come from ego, edging God out, or I go, inviting God only. And yeah, I feel when I'm really clear and I'm coming from I go, my life works with a lot more grace, a lot more support, a lot more magic and miracles seem to occur. So yeah, I can really relate to what you're saying, and I appreciate you sharing that. The, the other thing that happened, and this to me is, is the intriguing part, and I know I, I had sent you a copy of the original book when we did the interview right, three years ago, right. and then you have the copy now. You'll see that it contains, the newer copy contains the same essential message and the same wisdom, if I can use that word, that was shared in the first book. But what I actually ended up doing was I printed it, I printed out the newer version prior to sending it to my publisher. 
I printed it out in an eight and a half by 11 paper. I lined up all of the, the chapters on my dining room table <laughs> and I looked at it and I completely changed the order of the book because looking at it in the way that I did with it all spread out and, you know, a, a good analogy or metaphor for the higher perspective, I'm looking down on the table, looking at all the, the chapters sitting there and it didn't flow. So I literally picked up chapters, I moved them around, and I, I put them in an order that made it more of a story, and it, but it's not a story, but you know what I mean, it made it flow so that sure. uh, one insight or one bit of wisdom flowed into the next, and it made more mm -hmm. sense with that. Mm -hmm. So some of the stuff that was at the end of my last book is not the beginning of this book, and vice versa. And I just, it, to me, it just feels so much cleaner. Mm -hmm. There's mm -hmm. a, a better flow to it, a greater energy to it. And right. so that's why I'm excited. I just, I, it just has that, that different aspect to it this time. Right. Well, yeah, one. you, you massaged it, you refined it, you, yeah, I, I really hear what you're saying. And, and um, I feel like that's, that's a process of life. You know, it's like, we go, keep getting a, to go back to the buffet and keep making new choices and hopefully refine our choices. And, and, uh, what do you want next? What do you want next? What do you want next? Stay engaged with the process. So I think that's wonderful. And something I really do love, I hadn't thought about this before looking at your book, the key to life, which is an acronym for living in full expression. I love that so much because I mean, I think, most of us, whether we're conscious of it or not, want that feeling of being alive. I think that's why we're here. And I think that's why so many of us uh, go out there and try to do bigger, bolder, you know, maybe we're dealing with addictions because we're, we're trying to, to get something outside of ourselves to support us and feeling more alive. So tell me a little bit about what this means to you. To me, it's our purpose for being here. Mm -hmm. It's to live in full expression of the truth of who we are. Mm -hmm. Now, the big question that arises from that is, why are we here? And that's mm -hmm. the question that all of us have to answer for ourselves, because that's part of the purpose for being here, too, is to reveal to ourselves why we're here. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people, and I think you've probably found this in your work as well, Tammy, a lot of people feel that their purpose is what they end up doing. And mm -hmm. so we get caught up in a career. We get caught up in something I could say that because I've written this book, I could say very easily, my purpose is writing this book. Well, it's not true. My purpose is my experience of me as the author of the book, as the person who went through all of the experiences I went through in writing the book. My living in full expression was the experience of writing the book the first time and recognizing that it wasn't exactly the way that it was intended to be finally presented to the world. But it's also not about me saying I made a mistake because everything in life, and this is in the book, and I think this is really, really important. Everything in life is nothing more than an experience. And I've had people say, well, yeah, but some things happen that are much greater than other ones. And I go, yeah, that's true. There are bigger, more impactful experiences that we have, but it was still an experience and no experience defines us unless we allow it to. And we're always the one at the point of choice as to whether or not we allow an experience define who we are. In any given moment, we can say, no, that was something that happened whenever it happened. That was who I was during that time. These were the 
circumstances at that time. This was the choice I made at that time. And that's all it was. We can take from that, obviously, and make a decision as to who we want to be now and how we want to continue moving forward in our lives, how we want to continue to live in full expression of the truth as we know ourselves today. And that's another important point. The truth we know is only the truth to the moment. And we gain more and more of the truth of who we are with each experience that we create, in my opinion, specifically for that purpose of getting to know ourselves better. So, yes, Jim, what you're saying, I think, is so amazing. Um, So often what I find is people experience abuse or something in their lives and they identify with that. They become kind of a victim in their own consciousness. And what I've said to them is you're so much more than what you've experienced. There's a place inside of you that's pure, pristine, untouched, full of light, full of love, that's clean, that's clear. And often what women will say is, I've never thought of it like that before. We are more than the sum of what we've experienced as human beings on planet Earth. We're souls. And you said something really beautiful, Jim, that I, I, I love this quote. Life presents challenges not to break us, but rather to make us whole. So often I think we experience hurts and we, we can't get out of it. We get stuck in this place. But if we can look at it from a higher or deeper perspective, we're souls here to have experiences to become more whole, to become more loving and compassionate beings. That completely shifts the perspective and posture of life. Yeah, I, it's what I what I think people need to do, and I use the word need intentionally because I think there is this need, and I think it will change the experience of life for the person who's going to do what I suggest, but also for everyone around them. And that is, we need to spend time really considering why we're here, and understanding that the things of life. And it can be the material things, it can be the spiritual things, it can be all of it, is for our benefit, everything, the difficult, the challenging, the wonderful, the beautiful, what we might term as ugly or frightening, all of it is here for our benefit to have that full experience of ourselves. And the, the, the important part of this is that as we allow ourselves to have the full experience of the truth of who we are, as we each know it for ourselves, and we live in that truth, and we, we step out of the, the box that we put ourselves in. And the only box that we're in is the box we've created. There is no other box. It's only the one that we create for ourselves. It's a self-imposed prison. We hold the key to it. We're the ones that can let ourselves out any time that we want. And we have to recognize that that, that is the power that we have. Looking at it conversely, we have the power to imprison ourselves. How powerful is that? We have the power to prevent this magnificent, incredible being from doing all the incredible things we're capable of doing. That's pretty powerful. And all we need to do is reverse that and understand that because we're the ones holding ourselves back, because we're the ones preventing that full expression, we are also the ones that have the ability and the power. And all we have to do is give ourselves permission to live in that full expression of who we are. 
That's so true, that intention and then permission. So you say, I thought this was awesome too. You say life is designed the way it is so we can measure and experience the extent of our personal power. But I think so often when we come from power with a small P, we're not that effective. We can really um, fall short of what we know we're capable of or hope we're capable of. I've found as I align with you know, authentic power, I am able to create and do and contribute and experience more of life in a vibrant, um, engaged fashion. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that? Well, here's a question that I would ask. Mm -hmm. And that is with the exception of a set of circumstances, or I'll use the word obstacle, although when I use the word obstacle, I use challenging obstacle or challenging opportunity because mm -hmm. regardless of what it is, the opportunity still exists for our personal power to be exercised. But the, the question that I would ask is, with the exception of those times when you have just said no, and not just you, I'm talking about the general population, when a person has said no and they've quit, has there ever been anything that's been presented to you that you haven't been able to overcome? And the answer for most people is, no, there's nothing. In fact, there was a bumper sticker I saw a long time ago that said, I'm batting a 1,000 with every negative day I've ever had. And it's true. We're still here despite all of the challenges that we might have had. We've been able to meet them. My belief is because there is nothing we're not capable of overcoming. It's not about, about us learning or or. Uh, only being given those things we can handle. There is nothing we cannot handle. Our power is that immense. Our power is limitless. The more that we face those challenging opportunities and we face them head on and we overcome them, the next one's going to be more difficult because that's how we expand and experience the, the true essence of the power that we are and the power that we have access to in terms of meeting life and expanding and appreciating and again, getting back to living in full expression of who we truly are. Yeah. You say something and I don't think I've heard it quite put like this, but it makes perfect sense as I read it. When we live in fear, we're actually giving our power away. It's like, huh, I really had to think about that. Yeah. For me, when I've gone into fear, I get paralyzed. I do nothing, which is definitely the opposite of feeling like, we're empowered. Right. That's when, you know, we start to constrict and, uh, you know, I, I feel like, like curling in on myself a little bit and there's like, um, there's no flow. So how, if somebody's listening and they're kind of in that space of being a bit afraid or very afraid, you know, I mean, the world's a crazy place, Jim. If you look around, if you look at the news, if you pick up a newspaper, it's crazy out there. And a lot of people are feeling very unsettled. Right. What do we do with that? Do what I just did. You take a deep breath. The, <laughs> the, I like that. It's a good place to yeah, start. Which, <laughs> yeah, which, which obviously is true. I, I asked for guidance around that one time. I had, I had been watching, it was 2020 or one, some TV uh, magazine show, and they had shown some horrendous thing, and this was several years ago, some horrendous thing that had happened in Ethiopia or one of those countries that was one of those situations where I, I just couldn't fathom 
humans having to go through that? And of course, the question is why? Why are they having to go through that? And then the question always is, why am I here where I live, where I'm calm and I'm peaceful? I have all these opportunities. Why was I born here versus where somebody else was born? And so then the question that arose was, okay, well, what can I do about that situation? How can I benefit these people that are literally halfway around the world that are going through these terrible circumstances and situations? And, I, and, and the immediate response I got was, if you were supposed to, you'd be there. And I thought that was really interesting. If I was supposed to be actively engaged in that set of circumstances, that I would be there, or I would be inspired to do something that would be more part of, of my direction in life, if you will. Mm-hmm. Then the next part of that was, you need to only be concerned with that which is what's happening around you. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's my personal life, obviously. That's my thoughts, my feelings, my beliefs, which, as we all know, it all begins with each one of us. And if each one of us were to take care of ourselves, if we were to be fully responsible for our own lives, now this isn't to say that there aren't some people who need the support, whether it's a physical disability, whether it's a mental disability, children obviously growing up. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people, adults, who, who can, can make the decisions for them themselves. It's rational and that sort of thing. If every person would take responsibility for their own lives, we wouldn't have all these issues across the world. Because we would have people who are in that place who could make different decisions, who could bring food to those people, who could bring water to those people, who could be supporting those people, who could take the wealth of that particular country and help those people instead of it being taken by a a limited few who are taking advantage of those who are at a disadvantage. And so the, the, the whole idea of fear, though, is... When I'm, when I'm fearful about something that I can't do, or my, my fear is that I can't do it. The truth is that I can, but the, the fear is that I can't do it. It does. It shuts us down to, to possibility. There, there isn't the flow, as you were saying, Tammy, where the, the guidance that we might be given or the, the, the intuition that we might have, it gets constricted and it doesn't flow through. And you, in my opinion, we can't think clearly from a place of fear when we're trying to uh, overcome fear or overcome whatever thoughts or beliefs we might hold that are preventing us from uh, doing what we really would intend to do. Right. Yeah, you bring up some, some really wonderful points. I think, I think when we take personal responsibility for our lives, we take care of ourselves, we're able to give more from an abundance and from overflow rather than deficit. If we're in fear, we're going to be in lack. And even if we want to give, we're giving the sludge at the bottom of the well instead of the pure, pristine, crystal clear healing elixir that comes from taking care of ourselves, taking care of our garden, taking responsibility for our side of the road. So you make some really wonderful, valid points. And Jim, we only have a couple minutes here. I'm really grateful that you've said you'll do a show with me again next week so we can continue this conversation. In the meantime, can you let people know where they can connect with you? Where is your website? What's where are you on social media? Well, my website is prosperitybydesign.com. And you go there, there's different different free downloads and lots of information, uh, articles, blog posts, everything like that is on there. You can email me directly from that as well. I am on Facebook. My Facebook 
page, my author page, I believe it's at Jim Phillips author. And then my Twitter is inspired 10. So just at inspired 10 is my Twitter handle, if you will. And then if somebody just wants to email me directly, they can email me at Jim at prosperity by design.com. Awesome. Well, Jim, thank you uh, for get, for saying yes uh, to this conversation and yes to a subsequent conversation next week. And to my listeners, it's always a joy to hear from you and connect with you. Relationship, to me, that's what this is all about. So be in touch either on Facebook, go to my website, TammyBPhD.com. That's T-A-M-M-I-B-P-H-D.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to connect from you. How are you? And I just want you to know you're in our hearts, you're in our prayers. We're sending you blessings of grace, of ease, prosperity, and synchronicity. God bless you. Onward and upward. Bye for now. Bye.